0: You are listening to the Sober Dad Podcast, where we talk about raising kids and not glasses. Welcome to episode 52 of the Sober Dad Podcast. Today, we have a dad skills episode for you, and I want to talk about being flexible and adjusting to the changes in your schedule and things that aren't necessarily going as planned or going your way. Before we get started, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You can contact me via email at SoberDadPodcast at gmail.com, and I'm also on X at soberdadpod. Alright, so being flexible. The best example I have for you right now is this week and last week. Getting to the gym has been difficult, be it the kids are either sleeping in too late, taking too long to get out of the house, and the child watch at my gym has a set amount of hours in the morning where they're open to accept the kids. So if I'm not out of the house by about 9 in the morning, then I wouldn't get the full time at the gym. And I know that some time at the gym is better than no time, But if it gets to a certain point, it's almost pointless to go. And on top of that, the last week, my youngest has decided that she's got a sense of stranger danger, I guess. So she's been having a rough time in there. And if the babies are crying or whatever, they come get the parents. So I had to dip out of the gym early twice last week and this week's not shaping up to look much better. Uh, this morning, actually, though, my wife accidentally took the key fob for my car, and so I was stranded at the house all morning, couldn't go to the gym, and before, when I was drinking, things like that would be a surefire, easy excuse to start drinking, and... Because if my day was messed up, I'd be in a bad mood, and nothing improved my mood like a drink. And that was always an easy way to justify drinking. So a good way to avoid that would be to expect that things aren't always gonna go your way, and to have a backup plan for anything that you plan to do, especially if it's part of your normal schedule, such as exercise, be sure that you have the means to do it at home if getting to the gym's just not in the cards. And that can be said for pretty much everything. If you have your set routine and it gets thrown off, especially in early recovery, that can lead to issues. So the best thing is to be able to roll with the punches and be flexible. And as all parents know, you know, you can plan for anything and everything and something can and most likely will still go wrong. It doesn't always go according to plan when there's little ones involved. So the best thing that, I've learned to do in my now six years of parenting and four kids is to expect that something won't go the way you want it to. The kids won't be behaving or you're going to forget something at home, like a pair of shoes. That's always fun getting in the car and getting to your destination or halfway there and realize that one of your kids don't have a pair of shoes and then you have to improvise with that, be it you have to carry one of them the whole time, or we've done this before, swing by a store and buy a brand new pair of shoes that they're probably only going to wear once just so you don't have to carry them around the zoo, for instance. So basically what I want to do with this episode is to give some quick things that I have implemented in order to make sure that you are mitigating the chances of things not going your way. And then finally, if things don't go your way, what you can do to avoid the frustration in both you and the kids and anything that could lead to a potential either relapse. And if you're further along in sobriety, like I don't think that if something doesn't go my way that I'm going to go out and drink. I think I'm beyond that point now. And I think a lot of the people that are listening to this are as well. But the less stress in your life, whether you're sober or even if you're an alcoholic or an addict or not, just mitigating stress is just a general great thing for your life. So... This is what I've learned, having made many, 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 many mistakes with preparedness and just things with my kids. So the first one I'm going to throw out here is leave early. So if you're going anywhere and you are taking your kids with you, leave early at least like shoot to leave at least 20 minutes before you actually have to leave. Like I'm accounting for not count not counting for drive time or anything like that. If it takes you ten minutes to drive to a place, then aim to leave like twenty minutes before the normal 10 minutes so it would be so half hour I guess before you're going because the time it takes to get the kids in the car and to load up anything you might need and then forget something and have to run back in the house. One of my, I guess, habits almost, and it's really annoying, is half the time I get in the car and I go to push the button to start the car, I don't even have the key. So then I got to get out of the car, go back in the house, get the key. And so when you're busy remembering all the other things you need for the kids, and then you forget basic things like the key for the car. So leave early. Always plan to leave early. Worst case scenario, you might get there a little early and have to kind of hang out or something. Or, you know, best case scenario, you get there right on time. So always shoot to leave early. Give yourself a good like 20-minute buffer before you leave. And if you do actually get out on time, that even gives you time for inevitably when one of them all of a sudden has to pee as soon as you leave the house and you got to turn around and go back to the house or pull over somewhere. So always allow yourself extra time on any kind of road trip or if you have to be anywhere at a certain time. And my next one is to check the diaper bag every time you leave the house Because even if there was stuff in there last time you used it, you don't know if your spouse went in there and borrowed some things out of there for their diaper bag. Or if they had to change some diapers and you just didn't realize that they did. And you don't want to be out in the middle of nowhere or at the park or on a road trip and not have any diapers. I've done that several times it sucks and it's one more place you have to go to go buy diapers or bum diapers off another parent you see with a little kid i'm guilty of doing all those things and it's never fun so always check the diaper bag before you leave the house and this next one kind of goes along with the diaper bag one but bring more than you think you're gonna need whether it's diapers or snacks or change of clothes, anything like that, get whatever you need or think you're going to need and then grab more after that. It's going to help at least once, probably more, because I have run out of snacks, I've run out of diapers, I've run out of extra clothes, I've run out of all kinds of things. So whatever you think you're going to need, grab all of it and then grab more of it because eventually you're going to need it. And this also helps if you forget to check the diaper bag. If you grabbed more last time, then you're more likely to actually have something you need when you need it. The next one is very simple, but often overlooked. I still forget to this day, but water, water, water. Bring a Bottle of water for the kids. I don't care if it's a giant bottle of water that you carry around with yourself, but it's something that you can share with your kids with an, a lid that can be sealed and preferably either with a straw or a sippy lid thing because I have been out and had to buy bottled water so many times because we ran out of water or... I forget to bring at least one vessel of water that the kids can share. And it is annoying, just like the diapers, to have to stop somewhere to get water. Or if you're at like a community park, and especially during COVID when all the water fountains were shut off, because that was a thing. And it was just a pain in the ass to find water sometimes. So always bring water with you. I happen to carry around a giant one-gallon thing of water when I go anywhere. I normally leave it in the car because it's pretty impractical to carry it, but we also have our big old wagon, so I put the gallon in the wagon, and then the kids have more water than they could ever drink while we're out and about. So make sure you get a large water vessel And also, if it's just one, then you're less likely to lose them or your kids are less likely to lose them or leave them at the park or whatever. So just make sure you have a large water container. That's what I do. It's worked better than having to replace water bottles all the time. And you're less likely to run out if you fill it up before you leave the house. And that goes back to the bring more than you think you'll need. If you have a gallon of water with you, then you're not going to run out of water when you're outside playing with the kids. And those are just some of the ones off the top of my head that I can think of. But the last thing I'll throw in here before we wrap it up is to have a backup plan. So you already planned ahead. You have all this stuff that you're going to do. But let's say you get all the kids in the car, start going to wherever you're going to go. Let's say it's going to be outside, and here in Oregon, it rains all the time. And some days, the weather says it's just going to be cloudy, and then you're in the car on your way somewhere, and it starts raining like crazy. And the kids are already hyped up, you're out of the house, they want to do something, and it starts raining. And not the kind of rain where you could just power through it outside, especially with a baby. There's not really anything the baby can do in the rain. So have a backup plan. I have definitely before been taking the kids somewhere. It starts raining and then we would just turn around and go home. And then I would be frustrated and I would stop at a convenience store, grab some drinks, go home, and then just drink. So... That's not what we want to do. And what I've done even back then when I was still drinking, but sometimes I'd have the, I guess, wherewithal or the motivation to actually be a good parent. So what I sometimes did then and I do do now is if we go out, let's say we're in that situation you know what is free and also very fun for kids? McDonald's indoor play places. You don't really have to buy anything, but those things are open and they're usually open till pretty late too. Not that you're normally going to be out late with your kids, but it's a fun activity to do if you're looking for something to do inside and it's not going to break the bank. You go in there, you can get like a fountain drink and some water cups and the kids can play in the play place. And regardless of what you think about the health benefits or, in my opinion, lack thereof, of, of McDonald's, you can get some snacks if the kids get hungry and you don't have any snacks. And you can always get apple slices instead of french fries and Happy Meals, FYI. So yeah, indoor play places at McDonald's. Are pretty pretty cool. The kids love them. They think it's a great treat to be able to go and play in there. So, if all else fails, or if it is crappy weather and you really just don't want to be around in the house anymore, you can always take the kids to McDonald's and let them play for a couple of hours. So, I hope some of that can prove useful to you. I know it definitely helps me. Even just doing this helps me because it'll remind me next time I'm going anywhere that hey I gave all this advice I might as well implement it and most of the stuff I do do I think I am guilty of not checking the diaper bag every single time but I've definitely gotten better about it in my years as a parent after being frustrated to the point of wanting to scream when you have no diapers so yeah I hope these help And that's all I got for you today. So I'm John Skillman, and remember to raise your kids and not glasses.